Michael Kroger joins me on the line now. You must be nervously awaiting uh, polling opening tomorrow, Michael. Of course we are, Chris. We've had a record pre-poll. The uh, poll tomorrow is, um, well, it's probably the most important state election we've had since 1992 because, you know, this government down here we think has been a shocker and Andrews is not a normal Labor leader in the, you know, in the moderate sense that Bob Carr used to be or... You know, Steve Brax used to be down here. We've got a very left-wing premier, so we're hoping to get rid of him. But uh, it's in the lap of the gods now. We've done everything we can, and there's not more, to, not much more to be done, Chris. Well, there's a lot of opinion polls about the place, and there'll be another news poll out in the morning. And all the indications are that Labor looks like actually improving its position, at least in terms of the two-party preferred from the last election. So, if there's such a bad government, why haven't uh, Matthew Guy and the Liberals? Being able to get on top of them, make a dent in their standing. Look, it's a very question, and I don't, I don't accept those polls. Uh, and let's not forget the polls were wrong on all the major elections in recent years. They were wrong on Trump. They were wrong on Brexit. They were wrong two elections in a row in South Australia. Wrong on Campbell Newman. So they have got it wrong uh, on many occasions, and that's because there's a shy pro-conservative vote that people won't admit to pollsters. But putting that aside, the answer to your question is: it is hard to get rid of a one-term government. Uh, most people think, you know, most governments in Australian history get two terms. Even Gough got two terms, which shows you how generous we are as a nation. <laughs> uh, we, re- we re-elected him in 74. No, it actually takes the voters a long time to take notice of what's been happening. There's been a big scandal down here called the Red Shirt Scandal where 21 Labor MPs are under police investigation. Yeah, well, I was going to ask you about that, Michael, the Red Shirts investigation, because we know that this issue is now with the Office of the Public Prosecutor, yet there's no announcement. Yet It's just not good enough, is it, that this is all happening behind the scenes, that the Labor MPs are not giving interviews to the police in their investigations, and yet the Officer of Public Prosecutions is looking at the files now and everybody goes to the ballot box without knowing the outcome. That's exactly right. So what happened down here was uh, the last election, at least 21 Labor MPs used staff members to do Labor Party work, and that's strictly forbidden under state law here. Uh, Staff members of the Member of Parliament are only allowed to work for Member of Parliament doing constituency work, not free work for the Labor Party. So they were pinged on that. The question is, is it a criminal offence? And this is what the police have been looking at. And you're right, Chris, this has been before the police for ages now with the Office of Public Prosecutions, and we're going to the ballot box tomorrow not knowing. But it's a, it's a long-winded story, and it hasn't seeped through to the consciousness of people outside the political class. So we all know about it and talk about it, but to the average voter who's got cost-of-living pressures, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, it hasn't quite reached that level yet. And these things... You know, as you know, they do take two or three years for people to say, well, what's this all about? And then for it to be vote-changing. It'd be different if they'd been charged and arrested, but at the minute, it's a bit of a blur to a lot of swinging voters. That's also a bit of an indictment on the opposition, isn't it? And Matthew Guy, if he's not been able to prosecute the concerns about that issue with the public? Well, yes and no. I mean, something is only an allegation. And they, you know, we do, we do have, apart from some things in Australia, we do have a presumption of innocence. So Labor quite, you know, effectively say, oh, it's a matter for the police, we can't comment on it. They just batted away uh, in that sense. And so, you know, the opposition has to be careful as to what it says because there are only allegations. There's nothing proven yet. So you can't convict someone on the basis of an allegation, uh, as I still understand the law in most, most occasions. So that's why it's been difficult. Uh, yesterday on the front page of the Melbourne Age, which, of course, is the sister paper to the to the Herald in Sydney, uh 
there was an article saying that a number of senior police were worried that there'd been interference in their investigation that had been set up to fail. So, you know, even if we don't get an answer uh, for tomorrow, which we won't now, obviously, there will be this will this will go on for a long time as to as to what's actually been going on here, not only amongst the red shirts, but in relation to the police investigation, which a lot of people are obviously very unhappy about how it's progressed. No doubt. A lot to unfold on that issue after the election. When we look at the results tomorrow, though, you talk about the polls, how they could be wrong. The other point, of course, is that statewide polls only measure a very general voting trend. What you're going to be looking at is crucial marginal seats, especially in the southeast suburbs, the so-called sandbelt of Melbourne, do you think that your game on the ground, the Liberal Party's game on the ground, might have been good enough to actually win some of those marginal seats? Look, we certainly think so. Our ground game has killed Labor. Uh, I think it's well known we use technology now where we identify swinging voters and uh, telephone and canvas swinging voters directly. We concentrate on the, the people, not Liberal voters or Labor voters, but people who identify themselves as people who are open to persuasion. So the ground game we run is the best we've ever run. Um, a bit like what uh, the great Stephen Marshall and his team did in South Australia. It's a very effective campaigning tool, and it's the best we've ever run. Uh, we've, we've certainly beaten Labor on the ground. I think everyone accepts that. The question is this, though, Chris, in the era of free money and what's happening down here in Victoria is the Labor government here are spending like drunken sailors, running up a massive state debt. They've, they're borrowing $25 billion over the next period to fund these infrastructure projects. They're basically saying to the public... We can build hospitals, schools, roads, highways, freeways. We can give free dental at school, free lunches. It's amazing. Free phone charges. Well, free phone charges. We can give you everything is for free. You don't have to pay for it, and it's, the debt's got nothing to do with you. That's the message they're sending. On the other hand, they say, but those Liberals, they want to cut things, i.e. they're fiscally responsible. Now, what we know is that sooner or later in life, the economic reality stick will hit you in the face, and it will hit Victoria in the face because the debt levels here are going to be huge, record debt levels. But at the minute particularly younger voters who've never known a recession, never known high unemployment, never known high interest rates. They just think the merry-go-round keeps going round. And uh, Daniel Andrews is saying, you have all this stuff for free under me and we've, we're in the golden utopia and re-elect me. Well, it's a pretty compelling message to someone who's never seen economic adversity. I mean, we haven't had a recession in this country, what, 89? Was it 91, the last recession? Absolutely. At Boy, some stage, a long time. some stage, someone's going to have to pay the piper. We'll find out whether Correct. Victorians make the right call tomorrow, Correct. Michael. Thanks so much Correct. for joining us. Pleasure, Chris. Michael Kroger there. You can see him on Sky News every Thursday night with Stephen Conroy, the Conroy and Kroger show. He is also the president, the Victorian president of the Liberal Party.